they're bad, they're boys, and occasionally they talk about running. Yes, it's the Bad Boy Running Podcast with your hosts, Jody Rainsford and David Heller. Hello, do betters. Hello, Jenny Raceford. How are we doing? I'm all right. How are you, David Hellard? I am. I'm good. Good. Well, welcome to the bad stuff. This is where we talk about general things happening in the running. If you want to listen to the interviews, they're out on Sundays. Um, But yeah, good. I've been, I've got a list of about 30, 40, 50 things to potentially talk about. Um, I take, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Which direction do we want to go? Do we want to go with records? Do we want to go with (laughs) doping? Do we want to go with what I've been up to? Dude, Um, I tell you what we need, which YouTubers have, which would be actually perfect for kind of YouTube. We need a a spinny thing in the background. And what it does, (laughs) it has like doping, um, cheating, uh, Derek, um, uh, do battery, and you spin it. And whatever it comes on, that's what we talk about. And then, yeah, we bring it up. I think I think that is exactly what we need. Yeah, it's a good idea. Um, it's a good I like idea. it. It looks, but it's rigged to always go on to doping or cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the li- all the all the listeners of viewers are looking at go. Oh, please talk about that. Please talk. Oh, shit, it's never on that. Talk about that. Talk about. <laughs> yeah, there's one bit that's like the Catherine Ryan secret. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Well, before we get, I've got a doping one that's quite fun, actually. Before that, shout out to George Williams. I've got we a doping you. one that's quite fun. I love that. That's, <laughs> that's If this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that we do. It's all about the fun around doping and cheating. It is. It is. We have The I lighter think... side. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Massively. Well, firstly, shout out to George Mills. We love you, George. George fell in the European champs. Um, absolute nightmare. But he ran it in. He jogged it in. So he's still finished. So fair play, mate. And um, can you think of anything worse? You get through to the European Championships. You're, you're running well. And then, yeah. Um, so, well, chin up, George. We still love you. Um, but the what is the doping story I had? Well, How do you deal with that? How do you deal with that happen? I, it just... Doing all that work and then just something like that, just falling over. Like, what goes through your mind? Can you do you just like brush it off and go, oh, you know, these things happen because that's what lots of people say. But I, I, I don't imagine that I'd be that zen about it. But you must have had races before, or just things in life where you're aiming for something for for years, or for let's not let's say say years, but Europeans is every four years, I think maybe every two years, but. You must have had races where you suddenly it all goes to shit. Yeah, but it does the like the stakes. I I don't train like fucking hours every day in order to in order to achieve that. Whereby you know he yeah. does. But true, true. But I don't know if that makes it worse or not because um, in some ways the commitment that the commitment that some people make to train for the London Marathon from not being runners to then it consuming their life almost feels like a, a bigger commitment than someone who um, trains quite a few hours a day, but also has all these other races and it's the biggest one, but 
you've still got all these other signs of progress. Your sponsorship is probably based on um, engagement now as much as the Europeans. And while it is heartbreaking and must be pretty devastating, it's not... Yeah, you're... Say you crash out of a London marathon, you've trained for eight months and you've never run before. And you've given up all your weekends. You've become the most boring person to your friends. In fact, you've stopped boozing. I don't, which is which is harder? Why I'm not sure. Stuck? Why is my video stuck? I, I'm, I'm looking at my notes rather than... Oh, it's a good... <laughs> it's almost like you're, you're pondering a question. Yeah, so I don't know which is harder. Actually, I don't know. But... Let's ask the do-badders this. All of the elite athletes in the uh, in the Bad Boy Running Facebook group, can you let us yeah. know, you know, <laughs> you know, how you feel when when that happens? And all the boring bastards who've given up time to run their very average London marathon time, let us know how you felt when you absolutely screwed it up. We always want to ask someone like a Steve Way. or I mean, Camille didn't race when she wasn't. Because Camille had 10 years of training before she realised she was the best in the world. But she didn't really race in that period. But there must be some athletes out there who fucked up their first their first big race when they weren't pros, found out they were good, progressed, and now have fucked up since. Who must have that I comparison. I, we always ask that question, don't we? We always the thing is, we always want to get that out of like, uh, like when we talk to elite runners, like, what is the race where you absolutely fucked up, where it all went wrong? And some, some, some of them tell us that, and and it's good when they do. But so often, it's really hard getting that out of uh, out of some of uh, right. of the elite runners and things like that. Let's get George back. We're getting George back. We because we said we were going to have updates from him every year or two just to see what's going on with because I've got this mission to try and get as many Olympians. By... What's it called? It was jog on. What's it? <laughs> what's the what's the phrase? Dream on. Dream on. Dream on. Dream, Dream on. on. Dream on. Dream on. Dream on. Elite. Dream on. Greg Wallace. Dream on. They're going to finish the Euros. Jog on would have been good. Is their 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 local running community initiative? Jog on. Well, there is there is the jog on podcast that I've, I've been on. It's a really good podcast. It's lovely. Um, but we'll get George what? back to talk about it. You've been on another podcast again. This was years ago. This was um, this was just three or four cheated, years ago. Just because you cheated years ago doesn't stop it from being cheating. It's even worse, actually, that you mention it so casually. Oh, this is true. Says the man who's out there promoting his audio book just as much as possible. As much. But, um, <laughs> but also, well, news, I guess news from our previous... There's quite a lot of news from previous people who've been on the, on the, the podcast. There's some big news that's happening this weekend Bruno is in New Orleans that's big news our Bruno our Bruno he's there for a wedding and he's taking on the Guinness challenge now the Guinness challenge is this this a a, a male only it's very appropriate that we're it's International Women's Day and we're talking about Bruno today that's very interesting (laughs) (laughs) very interesting that he was he was brought up under this so he's been um he's been deported to to the US so what's the Guinness challenge it wouldn't so it would feel like the Guinness challenge should belong in Ireland but never mind what is the Guinness challenge so Guinness challenge is it's on Mardi Gras day I guess it's probably looking at the the pictures uh St Paddy's day 
and it's a it's it's like the beer thumb without food. So you have to drink a four ounce cup of Guinness um, at locations the on a five mile course. What does a four ounce cup mean? What does that mean? That is true. Four, actually, ounce, four ounce. And if that's four not a pint, cup. I'm going to be disappointed. So you don't eat? Oh, a so hundred not... milliliters. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so no food and a hundred milliliters. That's like a chunky shot. So oh, it's a little oh, uh, Bruno. But um, in Bruno, so why I'm excited about this um, is for one, Bruno's got his competitive his competitive streak, and you're you're allowed to be invited as a an elite if you're a sub eighteen minute five k runner. So he's already like hello. Um, so wait a minute, is this like so? This isn't just some casual challenge. This is an actual thing that that happens. I mean, it's it's a race like the beerathon. Um, so there's elite athlete info if you're if you've run a sub eighteen. Do you have for, an athlete? Uh, do you have an elite athlete field at? Um, we at, don't. Uh, although, if any Maybe. elite athletes want to come, I've always been trying to get Dale Clutterback to come, um, but he's. He always says no. Um, where is Polly? <laughs> That's not even an excuse. He, he just always says no. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Polly, Polly King came, who was, I mean, she's an incredible beer miler. But, um, yeah, so they've, in fact, looking at it, they've had a few super fast people run it. And their times are like 22 minutes. So I don't quite understand how, unless there's 80, 80 stops of four-ounce beers, I think I think I could run through a four ounce beer without stopping, and yeah. Um, but the good thing is Bruno's going to be on a beer float for Mardi Gras all day before he then enters the race. So I think we should do a sweepstake on what we think Bruno's time is going to be. Given that Bruno Bruno came down a few weeks ago and he's he's not in the shape he was. Um, he's played by injury, insecurities as well. I'd say. And um <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at that. <laughs> does he does he is it fancy dress as well? It it looks like no. You know when you see a photo where they've taken a picture of people in fancy dress and you can clearly see that they've chosen two females who are fancy dressed up and in the background very few people have made an effort. It looks like it's you wear a bit of green. Um, right. So that is that is it. we'll do a sweepstake for um, how long is how long will it take and what what can they win what's something they can win from the bad the do badder gift shop as such a mug right. is, should we should we give a mug to the winner a mug to the winner yeah a mug to the winner now um, other news are oh, sad news actually Jake Smith Jake has oh I saw that. Yeah, Jake's been injured out with Reds. Um, and I wouldn't, I mean, Jake's not had a, a great, great few years in some respects since he's turned pro. You know, I think he was overtrained at first, went out to Kenya or um, Uganda. And so he's he's now suffering with Reds. He's, he's been quite open about it as well, come out, which is, which is good because I don't think enough men do talk about it. I've put him in touch with uh, Rini because um, she's obviously one of the world's leading experts on on red. So uh, maybe we should speak to, to Jake as well and just get him back and talk to us about his journey. So, um, but we were going to, we're going to try and get some some good news, uh, some fun news about doping. Um, if I can find the, where is the article? Now, I can't find this article, 
But here we go. Is it behind a paywall? In it is, but I've managed to. Richard Richard McDowell has has given me a, a great way of getting around that. So, um, <laughs> that's often, <he>. often <laughs> so CFTV. I'll say that instead of his name, just in case there's legal legal ramifications. But, um, oh yeah, yeah. Go, oh, you did really well there. No one noticed that. <laughs> but um, we often hear people saying about excuses for for why what why they think they may have, have failed a test so we was it shelly hulahan in in, in a, the state she'd said she'd had some offal from a, a food truck that potentially that it could have been from a uncastrated boar and there she'll, therefore she had raised levels of testosterone or whatever the the um the offending drug was we've had someone saying that they kissed their partner who had lip balm on that may have had now this one has been shown to actually be true which was a genuine a, a genuine case in the us usa uh usada so retired mountain bike olympian cyclocross pro and uci um vice president katarina nash had returned in averse analytical, analytical finding for a prohibited substance. Now, um, this was at the 2022 World Championships, and she tested positive for a substance called capromorlin in an out-of-competition test in October. Now, it's actually been shown that she contracted it because of medication for her dog, which is super weird. I mean, you're blaming the dog for stuff. It's just, it's another, it's, yeah, you expect that at school, being the homework. <laughs> Ain't my stuff, homework. Yeah, yeah, accidentally doped me is the new one. <laughs> yeah, and but the, the dog sadly has has cancer. Yeah. And one of the prescription liquid pet med- medications contained capromorlin. Now, when I was reading through the, the document, it said that it was orally given, at which point I was thinking, hang on, hang on, how was... How was she giving this doc this oral medication to have to absorb some? But apparently, um, the yeah, the, the medication is orally given to the dog, um, and it was sadly in Ruby's last uh, last week uh, weeks of Ruby's last life. But um, the liquid was was so strong that she should have worn gloves while she was basically mixing it administering it and she hadn't and so it was so strong it's absorbed through the skin and so they've actually looked at this and they've realized yeah this is actually true this is what's happened so um so so what's what's happening has she been still been sanctioned but the ban revokes or something so she would have received a four-year sanction and um this is the point where i can't remember the outcome um so they concluded that Nash had no fault or negligence with respect to the, respect to the presence of Capromorlin in her sample. Um, and the quote says, there's no question that an athlete comes across... Uh, sorry, one sec. USADA did not impose any period of inelegant ineligibility on Katrina Nash and the, U, uh, the UCI will not comment further on the matter. So is there a mark on her record though? 
No, I don't think so, actually. I think this is okay. So how does that square with the last case we were talking about, where, again, that was proven to have been cross-contaminated, you know... um, Yeah. Yeah, to go for their own. Whereas you could even suggest there is some element of recklessness in this by the fact you're not wearing the gloves. So how do those two things square? Well, I guess the big difference is that, like, with CJ Uja, he bought a supplement, and the supplement wasn't... The supplement, you know, that is a golden rule. You don't buy supplements that you don't know about, that haven't been tested, okay. that aren't batch so there's tested. An, there's, a, there's a slight, there's a greater element of recklessness. In yeah, that, absolutely. Whereas related to performance. Okay, no, that's good. That makes that's, that's a sensible distinction. So, so this is the this is the news, people. Um, I know we've got a lot of dog lovers. Don't don't administer drugs to your dogs if you want to. You know, if you're worried about failing tests or Conversely, if you want a little boost, roid up your dog and just be like, oh, sorry, I didn't administer it in the correct way. You've got your excuse for why you're now an absolute beast pounding around the track. How awful is that? Like, you lose your dog that you've been given cancer, Mm. like you're giving this treatment to the dog, and then they accuse you of cheating. And I, I, I take it that the connection was only kind of found out later that it wasn't really obvious as to what, as to what, as to what that was. But God, that was just like, talk about kicking you when you're down already. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause it and, must've been um, quite, quite close together. If it was still in her system through administering it, then, you know, it, 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 those two events must've been very close together. Yeah. And it's, it's in October, I believe that the, that the test was failed. And so it's, we're now in March. It's five, six months. Um, yeah. But, you know, had that been summer and had that been during competition, um, then it could have been very different, the impact on her on her results. Um, I've I've run a race. What? Yeah, I've done my first... Um, what? My first race in four years. What, what, did, you do, what did you tell anyone? Ex- excluding Clark Brown. Well, Briggsy's... Brucey's got a marathon place. David, um, Park Run isn't a race. Will you stop shouting, please? Park Run choo, discussion choo. group will be very annoyed at you if you see that. They will be. If they let me in, I'll. I'll, I'll well, they let so, any of us in. <laughs> so, um, Brucey's Brucey's running London this year, and I hadn't yep. realised. So, Brucey got a good for age place when we were training for comrades, and they've because of COVID, her place was deferred, and you know when when some marathons make rules and you think, yeah, that makes sense, actually. Um, yeah. You've thought about that. So if you were good for, not she wasn't good for age, she was a, she was a championship place because she ran sub 315 in Seville. And um, so she could have had a championship start because of COVID, they've delayed it. And so they've deferred her place, but they've said, unless she's quick enough, she can show that in the last two years, she's been quick enough to be in that championship start, then she can just have a good for age place. So, which which seems sensible actually, because you've suddenly got four years of runners who could have had their place in championship start. There's a lot of people in there, right? And four years yeah. ago, as both of us know, was as Briggsy and I both know, it's a long way off our our, our fitness comrades peak. Um, so she signed up to do a a um, a run through event. In Vicky Park, sorry, in in, uh, Elizabeth, in Queen Elizabeth Stadium in um, in 
the Olympic Park, basically. And we and I thought, well, if she's going to go do it in the morning, I might as well run around with her, trial doing uh, some pacing. And uh, wow, it's it's been a long time since the like this the running the running scenery, so we say, has changed a lot since I've last trained for a marathon, which has been years. Um, do you know run through? No. So run through, I would estimate, are probably now the biggest running participation company in the UK. Oh, really? Almost certainly. I don't know that for a fact, but I, I don't know how it could be anything else um, because they have so many races on. Half marathon, every weekend you can do a half, a 10K, they oh, have so midweek okay. runs. Oh, halves and stuff. Okay, yeah. God, do you know what? It's really funny. Like, I don't, I have no attachment to anything less than like, you know, ultra. And so I have no clue about other race organisations that do those kind of things as well. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, God, they've got loads. Now, I'm going to show you my Strava to show you. And and actually, it, it massively changes the stress of training for, say, like a London marathon. Because previously, you'd, you'd be training for the marathon. You'd look at where in your program you've probably got some 10Ks, half marathons. And then you'd try and figure out a race that's within three hours of where you live that you could do on the weekends that your training tells you to do. And that was always quite a stress. And so you'd get people traveling around the country and um, you'd you'd find that things like Reading Half, Brighton Half, yeah. they all try and coordinate around the London Marathon dates. They'd all, they'd all sell out. And so you end up doing these random runs that are miles away and potentially quite hilly and, and not at all what you'd envisioned for your for your training just because there's nothing else available yeah. still. So um, how do I look at my training on Strava? So um, here we go. Look at look at this. Well, the good thing now with, with things like um, let's do this and, um, and run through, you can now find tens and tens of halves around the country. But a lot of them have very different priorities to the, the former half marathons. So the, the previous ones you'd go to, which all are really focused on trying to be as fast as possible because everyone's training for a marathon these yeah. ones are more about experiences well the locations so look at the the route of this half marathon because what was the half marathon again this is it was in um the olympic park oh, on okay. sunday so um i've just sent you the link to Strava. Oh, it's not the one that's the crazy going all over the place one it looks like spaghetti junction. So, oh, yeah, we, we talked about this one before. You showed the thing where you said, can you believe that this is a route? Yeah. And so, oh, I, wow. and they've got paces as well. I'm thinking this is a pretty tough route to pace because there's so many turns, so many turns. I'll put it in the group. Um, was it good? So was it, we talked about how crazy it looked, I think, before, but was it, was it okay in terms of um, uh, navigating and you know signage I, and stuff like that? Or I personally loved it. Um, oh, okay. And but I wasn't I wasn't running for a PB, and that would that would change things. But I but realistically, how many people are running for a PB? And run through have got such a community. I get the sense that they're probably um, 
that they probably have a lot more people who do more than one half and then just kind of do but in the velodrome yeah and there are points there are points when you're racing that you can see five or six different other parts of the course of people running on and you're kind of you're looking around and you might see a pace and you're like i've no idea if that is 20 minutes ahead of me 20 minutes behind me um and you're just kind of running around and I can't think of anywhere, any race on earth, there's one point within the space of less than half an hour, a mile that you cross a bridge five times, different bridges five times. Wow. So you've got, four, you've got four bridges, but five crossings within the space of, I'd say, 800 metres, a kilometre, which is absolutely, it's just super fun. And... I forgot. Does it go? How... Does it go? Does, does it go really quickly? Because I, I, I always think the you know the annoying thing about a lot of races that you know you can do a big out out mm. and back or a big loop and stuff. You're like it kind of gets boring. Whereas, yeah, if you ever do like if you ever, oh, you know, what's happening with my video? If you ever do something like the Pac Man Run or whatever, because you're constantly changing direction, and you're constantly doing like you run much further than you realize, less effortlessly because there's a perception that things are changing all the time. And I imagine the same kind of thing happens with, with this. Yeah. And, and you, you're right. And Cause I, I forgot how far it's weird to say, I forgot how far a half marathon is time-wise. Oh, it's a, it's a horrible, it's a horrible distance. It's long. It's really, cause yeah, it we, is. It, it is. We would, and, and, and it's fast. Cause I'm, I'm down to, te- to, um, to pace 145 at, at Q. And there's an element of me I haven't done any, you know, because of injuries. Dot 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 dot. I'm not sure where I am. So I thought, let's go out and let's. And Bruce is down for 150. And like, let's go out and let's try pacing. And actually, we got kind of stuck in a speed that was fast. And we're like, oh, let's. This is fine. Let's just run this. But even within that, like running, I'm so used to going out and just exploring, and and not running with any kind of. Because this was purposeful running rather than hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like an hour and an hour and forty is a long time to be doing that. And you're like, God, actually, I've still got five miles left, and I'm just not used to running that that kind of distance that regularly now. And so having that variety really, really helps, especially yeah. as you're constantly. There was someone from the hoof side I kept on shouting at whenever I saw them. You see. You start to recognise the faces, which becomes quite fun. So um, it's I I really liked it, and what I loved about it, I forgot, is the run starts at nine because of I I assume part of the reason they've done it is because it's it's all contained in the Olympic Park, yeah. so they're not having to close roads. They're not there's not there's no one else there. There's no public. You're just running around the parks with it's it's not massively gated in. Yeah. So, um, because no one else is there at nine in the morning, but then you finish and then you're, we got up at, our alarm was at seven o'clock. Great. That's fine. And you've suddenly got the whole day. Well, 11 o'clock, you've then, you're in, you're in London town. You're like, right, let's go for lunch with friends. And it, it means you get so much out of the day, which was incredible. So, um, I've, I, and it's 30 quid, I think, or 35 quid to sign what? up. You get yeah, yeah, because they don't give you a top unless you want one. Oh, great! Um, there's loads of loads of products you pick up afterwards. See, so you put your goodie bags. So just so, all around, you're like this. I, 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 I'd stick this in the diary just to. I was going to say, 
I was asking you two questions related. I, I do love the com- comment someone's put at the front there. State of this route. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> the strapper. Uh but two questions one would this be a good um bad boy running club um uh one because i could see that being super fun for for you know everyone of different abilities and being able to see everyone on the course all the time as well i could see that being really good a really good option yeah, yeah it would be i guess i guess the 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 only thing is london it's london at night is always tricky for people if they're not from london oh, yeah, but yeah fast, isn't it? yeah yeah, so if you're not from local, then it's just staying That's what in David's talking about the cost there, not that you're un- unable to handle people from London <laughs> at night. London at night, is not, you make it sound like the fucking Serengeti. Oh, no, 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 or no, 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 London no. at night, you don't. All these northerners don't, wandering around parts of London that they don't understand. No, London at uh, nine. London at nine. Nine, the time of the morning. Oh, at yeah, nine. Just, at nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Although Stratford's super connected. Like it's well, in, I imagine it's in people Stratford. would stay over. I don't think people are going to drive down from, you know, just the cost, the cost of accommodation, stuff, as you know, from. But yeah, I'd say this. I mean, it's is... fuck it. It's in Stratford. Surely the cost of yeah. accommodation in Stratford I mean, is. It's... Oh, I don't know actually. It's ages since last time I went to Stratford. It was an absolute shithole. Um, well, I imagine it's in the really marshes, nice now. Potentially, camp, yeah. camp in the marshes. You find... But yeah, I think this would be a good run as a a really fun, silly run where you almost have to try and that the number of fu buddies. Along the way, it would be insane, be wouldn't it? We don't, yeah. So, that's my yeah, first yeah. question. Second question cheating potential. It looks like it would be incredible for that. Now, this is the thing we were running, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we were running, um, we were running without any kind of focus on an efficient route yeah. and. It was quite busy at times. It's actually quite an efficient nice route. On that. <laughs> but we were there was zero aggressive cornering from us, and we still came in at I think thirteen point two or thirteen point one something. Yeah. Um, you could even if you didn't want to cheat, you could do such aggressive cornering. You you must be able to finish. I reckon under thirteen miles. So while really? it's that while works. it's yeah while it's not a supposed PB potential course because of the turns, actually, I reckon it could be a PB potential course if you're prepared to commit to it, really commit to that PB. I like the yeah. way that you redefine cheating. We've gone from like aggressive corner to really commit that's how that's you really <laughs> you have to really commit to a pb on this course if you really no, commit think, to a pb on this course yeah i think aggressive court because we were going around the edge of um curbs whereas people were running on cutting on pavements all the time and is that cheating or not like it's it's because of the way it's laid out it's quite hard to know where there's no like blue light to follow so for one i i want to go back and i want to without without ever breaking a boundary without ever like jumping from one part of the course to another i want to see how tight i can get that oh my god this is it so what we do we make this a bbrc event okay that's the competition and 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 that's the competition that's what you get the prize for Yes. Least, uh, it doesn't. So it doesn't matter how fast you run it. Least <laughs> distance covered within the course within the course uh, route. 
that's genius that i love that i love that that's but, good isn't it that's like you know you have to think tactically you, you know and actually going too fast is going to be an issue so you need to kind of slow it down a bit and everything although going going fast actually might help you because you've got more space there's fewer people around you and there's fewer people watching you as well so oh, but, God, um, yeah that's it wait before we go on to anything else just talking about roots i just while i remember um yeah. have you seen the new route for brighton marathon They've, london marathon has swept in and they've made changes already to the the Brighton Marathon route. Is is it um is, is it the right distance this time? I mean that. <laughs> I mean that's I, that would be an incredible change if they could actually get the right <laughs> distance. But this is this is the thing. You change the route, you risk that again, don't you? You have that. There's that yeah. little tiny bit because there's a there's a there's an out and back. There's a kind of a new out and back um in there now. Um, whereas you, I think you come out of um you come out of Preston Park. Yeah. And then you go north and you never used to go north. You went straight south. Ooh. You go north for a bit and you go north uh, for uh, up, you go north up um, up London Which Road. Which means you're up a hill? No, no, you're not up. No, no, it's flat as anything um, okay. going north. So it's flat as anything. So it's nice and flat. And because you go up as far um, up to kind of like the with Dean and further up there and then you turn around and come back down. And because of that, you avoid you avoid the port. That means they cut out that whole port section where you know wait to the oh, end where you're running through the port and then super windy and yeah, you, it's, and it's and it's yeah. really lonely and it's and it's kind of a bit weird and everything. They've also made another change, which I I'm personally against, but most people won't give a shit. But the fact is, it you know it's the Brighton Marathon and it no longer ends in Brighton. It's going to end on no, no, unless it's doing it in Edinburgh. But it ends in Hove. And I know most people won't give a shit about that because they go, well, Brighton and Hove, it's the same thing. Well, it's not because it's not called the Brighton Hove Marathon, is it? It's the Brighton Marathon and it ends in Hove. So, and I'm like, well, you know, you can end it wherever you want, but it's not ending in Brighton, it's ending in Hove. And probably that's a bit better. Well, it's not a bit better actually. Is it, because, is it better because then you've got to get back to Brighton to then get, if you're, it's, it's probably better if you're. But you, so it's an A to B run. Uh, what does that mean? A to B run start somewhere so, different than you. Than yeah, because yeah, because with yeah. with the Brighton one previously, you could you could very easily get to the start from from Brighton. You know, you could you could jog it, you could walk it, you could. Whereas now, do you are you necessarily you going to have to figure out when you finish? Are you then going to be like, right, how do I get back to? No, I mean, it's not that much for, I mean, it's just literally along the seafront, but you just finish a different part along the seafront. You just finish like, um, on, you know, on Hove Lawns, which is, you know, there really is only like a mile difference or so. Yeah, okay. It's not that much. Okay. It's not that much of an issue and everything. And actually it probably helps in terms of, you know, when you have loads of people finishing the marathon by uh, on Madeira Drive, um, which is kind of set up for that kind of thing, then, um, you know, they're all coming up onto the, onto the top and, and, you know, and and going into town and everything and i think it kind of spreads it out a little bit more um mm. but i quite liked it when it ended on madeira drive i thought you know i, I don't know I, i'm not sure about how it ended in hope Lawns. i feel like it's very inauspicious an ending to a race um compared with kind of like running past the pier and and, and everything else like that so i don't know i don't know i'm not sure that's a better a better change um and yeah you know, although the wind is and actually, the wind will still be into your face potentially for the yeah, last absolutely. section. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, um, 
but yeah, it's, I think it's just making sure that it's a bit more that there's there can be more people on the route. Okay, so because that whole section around the shore and port and stuff like that, you know, very very poorly, um, it's not really good for support and everything. Yeah, mm. it's that point. It's the you know, it's that time between like twenty miles and twenty six miles where you kind of need that support and everything, and this and you can't really do that. So actually, adding a bit of distance to the start of it means that it's probably better at the end that you have more of the support and more of the people around you and things like that. It was a bit miserable that last, you know, the last five miles on, on Brian. Yeah, and it really was. Yeah. yeah. So that's, what I, yeah. Think, I think it's, I think it's generally good, but you know, um, yeah. People don't like change. People don't like change. That's for sure. Well, we're, uh, this, this is a nice little tight, bad stuff. I think, should we, Oh, and a, bit, a quick shout out to, we talked about Jack, um, talked about previous, in fact, let's let's do some do better feedback. So some feedback. Some do, do better feedback. When are we when are we get feedback from do badders? I wouldn't listen to them. This is true. We've asked a few. Well, one thing that we've messaged each other in Facebook about. Um, what are the shit things? What are the shit jokes that people do at Parkrun oh. that they do every bloody week that they think is hilarious? Like, oh. um, has anyone come up? Has anyone come far? And someone goes, the closest Parkrun, like, <laughs> or North London. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, does this happen at every Parkrun you go to? There's always someone who says a shit joke that everyone goes, oh, I'm dying inside. You really think this is this, you think you're lifting everyone's day, but you're just dragging us all down. Um, so that we're going to ask that in the group. What are the shit jokes that people make it? Because part runs almost unique in that people feel they can, but there's, there's crowd participation at park runs, whereas that doesn't happen really at any other race. Does it in the same way? You don't get someone cracking jokes or trying to be like, way. Um, and why? But, why not? Wouldn't that? Wouldn't that? But wouldn't, wouldn't? Well, either beerathon you do. Um, but wouldn't that be? Um, wouldn't that be better? In fact, we need to talk about the beerathon, don't we? We, we, we need a public no much... service announcement because you, we. I don't think we've talked about the fact that is there is there a beerathon curse? Every pub that the beerathon is at ends up getting knocked down or scheduled for demolition. Yeah. So I in fact I was I was chatting to a pub last night about it and um potentially be a great venue. But I you know when you leave you discuss something and then you think I'm not sure whether they understood what it meant. So we may have agreed a deal, but I'm not sure whether they think they've agreed a deal just to provide food to us. And that in their head we have to buy They've priced it without booze. So I'm waiting to find out. And G-Law, thanks for your help with suggesting some pubs. Um, so this one would be by um, Fenchurch Street Station. So Central London could run around Fenchurch Street London. Station. No one knows where Fenchurch Street Station is until they yeah. do the Monopoly pub crawl. They're like, what the fuck? I've never been to this station before. And if we and if, if we book that one, maybe we do Fancy Jess with a, a hint of Monopoly board for people, because that would be fun, right? To um... Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've had some feedback from the from the Do Badders Only group. So one of the questions we asked in 23rd Feb was, is the decision that CJ Ujian must repay ten thousand pounds to uk sports before he's eligible for further funding the right decision where do you think the group vote has gone we've had a yes oh, I don't no know. i don't know so uh 
55% said yes, 21% no. And then... Well, the rest vest or something, was it? Is that The, the rest were... <laughs> Yes, the rest you need to, you David, expect. you need to not allow people to add their own options to those. <laughs> True. <laughs> Interesting. Now, I wonder whether the people know the full context before they voted on that. But um, that's have they, li- Eugene, have they listened to the episode? I think we can obviously say no. <laughs> um, or they probably listened to the episode after they voted. So um, interesting. So actually, most people think he should have to pay back the money before he gets any more funding. Um, ah, there you go. What's wrong yeah. with you? What are you bastards? Yeah. You so unempathetic, unsympathetic bastard. Like the poor guy. Yeah, true. So I, I, I guess that's England athletics have been shown to, to have done the right thing. And by and we know and we know were. if you're on the side of England athletics, then you know that you're on the wrong side. Yes, that's true. That is true. Or UK athletics, should we say? UK well, um, we're going to put the sweepstake in the in the group. So we want your your predictions on how long you think it's going to take a very drunk Bruno to run five miles and drink what seems to be like four thimbles of, of Guinness. Yeah, um, dressed as Kenny Everett. <laughs> he's always dressed as Kenny Everett. That's no it. Matter, it's always it's the permanent, the perma fancy dress. No matter where he goes, no matter where he goes. So, um, and well, but let's let's call it a day there. In terms of episodes we've got coming up for you to look out for, um, to look look forward to, we have got um, where have they gone? We've just released the the cool runnings one. That was so. Oh good. man, I'm Absolutely. so sad. I missed that. I'm Absolutely so sad I missed that. it. Oh. We, we've had um, Ashley Jensen Paulson coming up, who was the Badwater record holder, Badwater winner last year, who was falsely accused by Derek um, of Derek. of cheating and, 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 and basically ripped apart by the by senior figures in the traveling community um, unfairly. So we, we speak to her about her training, and what brought her into tra- uh, to trail and ultra from triathlon, and and what it's like to go through that. And we also we also have got Casper Berry coming up, who he was in Biker Grove, went to Cambridge University, made some incredible um, TV shows, films on Channel Four, and then became a full time professional poker player in Vegas. Um, it's nothing to do with running, nothing at all. We like. We've got to have this story. JC Perry, the uh, the psychologist, had mentioned how he was one of the people she'd focused on in her her book about 10 different pillars of psychology. So we're like, yeah, we've got to get him on. So that is what you've got. And we also speak to uh, Jake Fedoski, um, who is has been representing equal opportunity for um for non-binary athletes in in running so um really interesting episodes right so that is what we've got to look forward to if there's any guests or subject you'd like to for us to interview then message me david at babbleround.com or uh, ping me on instagram and we've got a lot of people you've suggested from um lined up i think we've got six seven weeks of interviews scheduled now um jody 
Yeah, I was going to say, um, we've got a lot of activity going on in the uh, Bad Boy Running Club. So if you haven't joined Bad Boy Running Club now, head to club.badboyrunning.com um, and jump in there. So things we've got going, we've got some virtual events going on. We've got BBC, BBRC Bingo, which everyone is going fucking crazy <laughs> about. Absolutely crazy about. We're also going to have um, a couple of... Um, a couple of virtual events which are going to cross over into BBR though. So we're going to have a BBR versus BBRC uh, kind of challenge. And so we can kind of see if the keynotes from BBRC really are better from the uh, the, the talent that's in BBR. Um, in terms of the upcoming events, we've got a few, we just had the BBRC uh, Backyard Ultra, which, um, you know, Ali helped put together. And it was just like the, the, the scenes from that, there were some incredible performances, including from Juliet, who basically just, you know, ran a, a ridiculous number of things and got down and did the press-ups afterwards which was the important thing um so um so that's just happened we've got um <laughs> on the schedule coming up if you're interested we've got the wild horse 200 on the 5th of april uh which is which is what we're classing as a beginner friendly 200 miler um <laughs> How did that get in the diary? Wow. <laughs> so um, and so we've got champions for it for each of those um each of those events in the group. So if you're interested in joining any of like the coming to any events and everything, and these are externally organized events, um, we'll have a different person from BBR uh, BBRC who's um who's doing the race and everything, and you can kind of connect with them and find out, you know, a little bit more about the race and you know what's doing, but we'll always have a, a BBRC presence there as well. Um so we've got Wild Horse 200 on the 5th of April, we've got Scarpa Great Lakeland on the 29th. 9th of April, um, God's Own Backyard Ultra on the 20th of May, and uh, of course, Beer Lovers on the 21st of May. So if you're interested in any of those, um, jump into the uh, the BBRC group, um, you know, pay your membership or whatever, and, um, and you can find out more there. If you want to come and join the Facebook group, um, go to Facebook, type in Bad Boy Running Podcast, answer three questions, and you can join. And if you want any merch, type in store.badboyrunning.com, and you have a selection of merch that you can purchase yeah absolutely and um shout out to ali we mentioned ali for for being in the times we've got i've got our article down to to uh to mention a really good article about um her relationship with alcohol and running land's end to the great mama b saw it a message for you about it so uh yeah she's making waves so thanks listening guys if you haven't reviewed us please do it really helps um with our credibility and our visibility and that helps us get better guests so if you haven't reviewed us yet it's not a big ask. Get on ideally um, iTunes, but Spotify, and please leave us a review where the word of the day, what's it going to be? Let's let's mention Bruno. If you can leave, if you mention Bruno in a review, Bruno. Uh, that'd be I great. I mean, we don't normally talk about Bruno. Sorry, I'm still mentioning that again. Um, but we are talking about Bruno. <laughs> that was shit, wasn't it? That was. You can tell someone's a parent. Well, that's just it, guys. We'll leave you on that low note. And uh, right, we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye 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 Fuck you, buddy.